catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is September 13th, 2022, one year of NXT 2.0, which means tonight is the anniversary of the Wrestling Inc. NXT 2.0 podcast, and uh, I promise this will not be as self-congratulatory as NXT 2.0 on USA was tonight. I am Glenn Rubenstein, joined by Issa NYC Demon Diva to talk about NXT 2.0, the return to the black and gold at the end. That's the big headline. That's the big headline? Yes. No, the big headline is the bloodline <laughs> has another title. Sami Zayn, brother, you better step it up. Solo just joined the bloodline, and he's already lapping you. Like, come on, get that 24-7 title. Get the hardcore title. Get the you like Sami Zayn. Why are you putting he's, that he, evil on him? He needs to co- contact Ted DiBiase and offered to, to rent the million-dollar title from him on Friday. Sami Zayn, uh, get the Yolo County Tag Team Championships from AJ Kirsch and his tag partner. Uh, I'll send you mine. Get a replica belt from WWE. Oh, my God, Sami Zayn should show up with a replica belt. On, oh, my God, uh, that would actually be hilarious. I would pop for that. <laughs> Sami's got to do something. Got to do yeah, something. Yeah, he does. Fast. Yes. But I, I, whatever he does do, do not go after Gunther. Please, Sammy. We want you alive. What if Sami Zayn is forced to leave the bloodline and then the bloodline like starts losing titles and it turns out Sami Zayn was their lucky charm? No. He's, he's the bedrock of the bloodline. <laughs> no, that's not, that's not the case. That's not going to be the case. They're not losing these titles ever. Maybe, uh, I don't know. I'm sure they're going to do something. Sammy's got to get a title Friday night. You call up somebody from like WCW, maybe Impact, maybe ECW. He could bring back the ECW championship. Uh, something. something. He's got to do something. Yes. Uh, call up Medusa. See uh, if there's a championship in a garbage can somewhere he can retrieve and claim as his own. Well, whatever. Cora J might know what to do about that. Oh, it's true. It's true. We'll figure it out. Uh, get a mug that says world's greatest grandpa and just show that you're representing with the titles in the bloodline. I wouldn't be mad at that. I like the idea of the replica belt. That will pop me. He's got to do something. Got to do something. <laughs> yes. Uh, before we dive into NXT 2.0, which I just spoiler alert, this was uh, a show that started okay and ended well and the middle was just kind of there. Yeah. Agreed. And they're taping, pre-taping next week, tonight. They're pre-taping next week, right now. Yeah, I hope to not have to hear a lot of spoilers. 
I mean, if they're spoilers, it means it's something worth spoiling. True, true. Right? I mean, we talked about this Rampage. The biggest problem with Rampage being pre-taped, when nobody's spoiling anything, there's nothing worth spoiling, which means there's no reason to tune in. Ooh, yes, Iron uh, Meds VR saying, get the Cruiserweight, get the 205 Live title. Bring that back. Unmerge that with the North right. American champion. Technically, Solo Sokoa has the Cruiserweight title. Yeah, because that was unified. Yeah. Mm. True, it's going to be tough. So does that mean that Joe Gacy's fantasy came through of an all-inclusive title? Because Solo Sokoa is not a Cruiserweight. You know, do you think... Do you think maybe it's like driver's license, you know, where somebody's like, I remember that I weighed this once, so I'm going to put this down. But, you know, there's not like when they pull you over, they're going to weigh you right there. It's not like Highway Patrol is going to be, okay, Tubby, step out of the car. I dispute. That <laughs> and they measure you to see if your yeah. height is actually what it says. This says you're 225 and 5'11", and I think you're pushing 250 and maybe 5'10 and a half at best, and that's in lifts, you know? <laughs> Oh my God, Glenn, exposing yourself. So you gave a fake a weight on your driver license? I gave the last weight I remembered that sat. I gave the weight. I, look, I'm almost there, Isa. I'm I like, it was it was much more fiction, but now I think I'm down to within like 10% of uh, my goal weight. I just got to keep keep on keeping on. Keep uh, eating the edamame. You got this. You've been for, working. Yeah, yeah. You've been working hard. You got this. I don't for the weekend, man. Uh, we got our Omicron bivalent, bivalent boosters on friday and i was just yes. tired saturday so i was just like i'm gonna eat i'm just gonna eat what i feel like eating on saturday and that bled over into sunday a little bit but i'm back on track today see this is why i was told not to have sheet days have sheet meals so yeah. once you have a full sheet day it kind of like rolls over and it's hard to get over it but if you just screw up one meal it's not as bad what was that I read once? Vince McMahon believes that your body can only absorb so many calories in a 24-hour period. So if you're gonna go, go for it. Like right. you know, when you're when I you're mean, like if you if you had an entire if you had a cheat meal, if you're like, I just ate an extra large deep dish pizza, do you really oh, think God. your body is gonna then say, I'm gonna process this and a full pack of Oreos? Or do you think they're gonna be like, enough, no mas? I can't, I can't even begin to think of all i've been i've been on 1200 calories for the last month and i have no more than 1200 i never even come close to the 1200 because once you take out the calories that i've been burning at the gym so i've been surviving on about 800 calories a day <laughs> are you Sounds okay healthy, i know yeah, I'm I was going to say like there is a subreddit called 1200 <laughs> is plenty and i joke with my wife because there's a, a version of it called, there's a vegan one called Vegan 1200 is Plenty. And I'm just like, so I was on the eating disorder subreddit today. Um, well, thanks, thanks, thanks a lot. No, I'm Go the ahead. same way because, okay, so when I start, this is why I don't count my calories. Because when I start counting my calories, it becomes a game. And I, I seriously give myself an eating disorder where I say, what's the fewest calories I can eat through? The, like, I try and see what the fewest calories I can eat in a day is. And I, that's not healthy for me. Because I'm going to, if I could get by on 600, I'll get by on 600. Like, I shouldn't You can get by on 600. Yeah, you though. can. That's, you shouldn't. Yeah, but you shouldn't. Listen, we can have a whole different podcast talking about this subject. Because once your stomach gives up and stops <laughs> processing food like my stomach does, you realize that a lot of times we eat just to eat and you can't really function in very little. I, you, do you ever get, did you, 
counting calories in an app? Yeah. Do you ever get the message where they're like, uh, you get the warning where it's like eating this many calories is not healthy in the day. Please eat something else. No, I don't, because I don't go past the calories I'm supposed to. No, eat. no, no, no. When you, when I go under, like if I enter into my fitness oh, pal, no, like 900 calories, my fitness pal is like, "What the f is wrong with you? Eat something." No, mine would just tell me that I'm under, but I'm under, like I'm always under. So, I, I don't know. Yes. So thank you for tuning in for Diet Talk. Uh, Issa and I will be talking about our food-related issues again on Friday SmackDown, and we'll get Alfred away on this. Curious what uh <laughs> he's gonna bring in the healthiest dishes you can order at Applebee's. Is that what he's gonna say? Oh, maybe. Hey, it's good. It's good to you know let people know. But no, I don't count calories because I will I will end up starving myself. Then it's just a bad thing. Uh Mia Lee four ninety nine. Julius is baby daddy L O L N. He's so good. Wendy, JC, Lash, Cora are the funniest. And Tiff, I like Quincy. He gives me viscera. Mixed with Dream, Braun versus Braun, who wins? Well, lots to untangle wow. there. Uh, yeah. I, okay, first off, I to get Rudy Giuliani down to the Performance Center. I think the fix was in for Braun Breaker on NXT Breakout Star of the Year because I think if it was him versus Braun Strowman right now, I do think they'd have Braun Breaker win. Like, I don't buy that Braun Breaker got all the votes for NXT Star of the Year. Like, they oh, are, 1,000%, no. Nikita yeah, Lyons got all those votes. No, not Nikita. It should have been. It should have been Tony D'Angelo. It should have been Carmelo Hayes. Not, not Braun Breaker. See, I no. think Tony and Carmelo split the vote, but I think Nikita really got all those votes. Maybe. But Braun Breaker, really? Yeah, he wasn't it. I I said the same thing. I was live streaming. I was doing a wash along, and I said, "This is rigged." <laughs> yes, let's go to four seasons total landscaping and uh, get to the bottom of this. Um. <laughs> Hello, Heather Abood is uh, joining us tonight. Hi, Heather. Friends. Good evening, everyone. But Terry Silver, oh my God, have you watched the new season of Cobra Kai yet? Not Lisa. yet. Oh, not yet. Stop, stop. So I haven't we, watched it yet. I sat down and said, I'm not going to watch this all in one night. And we watched it all in one night. Oh my God, shut up. Okay, so now I know not. No, I'm not starting it tonight. Tonight I'm going to watch Roman Reigns on Impulsive. That's what I have planned after we get done here. And even before my wife was like, fine, we'll watch it. This has gotten silly. Dojo Wars. This is too much. There's too much going on. And even by the end, she was like, okay, I'm back in. Like, this was really good. Yeah, I've heard a lot of people telling me, you have to watch it. It got so good. Because I didn't, I wasn't, it's not that I wasn't a fan of last season, but I was there with your wife where I'm just like, yeah, I'm not sure I'm feeling it anymore. They're doing the same thing over and over. So I'm happy to hear that this season get, goes right back. It moves it. really fast. And there's not a lot of stupid fights over simple misunderstandings that could have been cleared up easily with one conversation or somebody kicking somebody's ass yes um so what is going on in the news i got you since alfred decided to take the day off do i get paid extra for doing this you like, should I, bill alfred's fee yeah for you doing this Definitely. All right. So first thing in the news is the rating for Monday Night Raw. WWE Raw was competing for eyes last night as Monday Night Football made its way back to national television. WrestleNomics released the viewership information for September 12th. And this week's episode of Raw had 1.7 million average viewer. It was down 17% from last Monday. And the key demo, of course, is suffer. It was watched by 574,000 average viewers between the ages of 18 
1549, which is down 24% from last week. Again, I'm not shocked by these numbers with Monday Night Football coming back. I actually don't find them as bad as I thought they were going to be. I mean, these are still better ratings than what they were getting before the Triple H takeover. What is oh, your yeah. opinion on this, Glenn? Well, so I'm part of the problem because last night we watched two of the Step Up movies instead of watching Monday Night Raw. Watch Step Up to the Streets. It's not Step Up okay. to the Streets. It's Step Up to colon the Streets. And then we wow. watch Step Up 3D. Have you seen the Step Up series? No, I haven't. So I would say the Step Up series is geared towards people who think the Fast and the Furious movies are too complicated and hard to follow. What? Yeah, it's like if you're going like, I like Fast and Furious, but I like a simpler plot. Step Up is your franchise. Uh, the first one Channing Tatum is in, and he looks like he's 30 years old attending high school, and the dancing okay. is over-exaggerated. But Step Up 2 is about a ragtag group of misfits at an art school forming a dance crew to compete in a competition. And Step Up 3 is in New York, and it's dance crew battles. And uh, oh. these films are delightful. Uh, Step Up 4 is basically the same as a break into Electric Boogaloo. They're trying to save their neighborhood. Uh, but they're delightful films, and I watched two of them last night instead of Monday Night Raw. That's great, Glenn. Or football. That's right, baby ice. I had a choice. I could have watched wrestling. I could have watched football and said, no, I want to watch a series about kids that dance. And it was fantastic. I, I am I am in with the Never change, Glenn. You would Never like change. these movies. You would like you like I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna you know how my my list of things you told me to watch that I still need to watch. I'm shocked going. you've never watched I it. will add step up. I probably have seen the first one. It's just been so long since I've seen it, but I don't remember seeing a sequel to it. And the first so. one's good, but the second one and third one, the end dance numbers are phenomenal. Like a very okay. elaborate production, very over the top. It was very good. But how was Monday Night Raw by comparison? Was there any dancing? I enjoy my I enjoyed Monday Night Raw. I thought it was a good episode. Um, I mean, Rollins is going to challenge Lashley for the United States Championship. They're Ooh, doing a lot poor, with Judgment Day. Uh, Dominic Mysterio is still being dominated by Rhea Ripley, and I like it. I mean, it was it was a fun episode of Monday Night Raw. I heard now, and this this may have something up on the Step Up series. I heard Finn Balor was wearing a headband. Yeah, he was. He was wearing like a bandana. Yeah, he was. He was doing that. It was purple too. So you know what that means? Evil. Oh, I was gonna say. <laughs> Never mind. I'm not even gonna say what I was gonna say. Uh, okay, but no, per- what were you gonna say? No, no, no. Oh, you wait, can't okay, do that. wait. He was wearing a bandana like he was gonna like rob a stagecoach, or like he was uh like you know in the Michael Jackson beat it video. Like the Michael head. Jackson beat it video, like, but you gotta remember wait, like he actually Nick, wore like like an actual headband, like, like no, flashing. he wore it like this, like uh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I have to see this. That's uh wow. <laughs> I mean Nick Gage robbed the bank and he was wearing a bandana, but not a, in his face. He, I think he was wearing it like a headband. So <laughs> <laughs> anyhow, um yes, like prison Mike, Topher is saying. Uh that's a good off reference. I got more news. You ready for more news? Yes, give me more news. Okay, so according to WrestleVotes, the situation with the undisputed WWE Universal Champion, the tribal chief. Yours and definitely mine, Daddy. Roman Reigns is complex as WWE goes 
in okay apparently wwe wants to go into wrestlemania with two champions but they also don't want roman reigns to lose at all between now and wrestlemania with the at all emphasize so it's making the how do we all. get one of these titles out of Roman Reigns, a little complicated, according to this report here. I personally know the right way to book this is don't keep Roman as the undisputed WWE Universal Champion. Like, I don't even understand why this is being brought into question. Like, why are we even talking? Why are we having this conversation? I want him to retire these titles. Yes. Um. How do you think they're going to remove one? Or do you think they're going to remove one? <laughs> I mean, the best way to do it, I, I I read a couple of theories, like, you know, the triple threat and he doesn't get pinned. I like the idea of maybe a ladder match and somebody grabs one title and somebody grabs the other and they both fall with one title or the other. I would prefer it to be Seth Rollins, that person. I don't know. I, I don't know why you're asking me this because I already gave you my idea. You don't I've got it. You keep him as champion. I've got like, it. I'm not changing my mind on that. Got it. He loans one to Sami Zayn because Sami's feeling down, right? He's like, Sami, let me make your dreams come true. This is the closest you're ever going to get to holding the main WWE title. So, Sami, you hold on to this. Sami then goes to Raw and puts the title on the line. It's not even his to put on the line, and Sami loses it, and that's how Sami gets kicked out of the bloodline. I had a dream that I legitimately... <laughs> is this safe to talk about on the podcast, Issa? I had a dream. Yeah, this one is. But I had a dream that he was on a two out of three falls match, and then mm. the WWE title was on the was on the line for the first fall, and then the Universal for the second fall, and then he Kevin Owens beat him on the first fall, and then he won the next two falls, so he stayed Universal champion, and Kevin Owens became the WWE champion. And in my dream, I went on an angry rant on Twitter, and I at Triple H and said a bunch of really inappropriate things because I was angry because Roman Reigns should not lose any of these titles. We shall see. What else is going on in the news? <laughs> All right. So I have more news. This is AEW news since you love AEW so much. As the third-party investigation in package between the Steel and the Elite members continues, some have begun to wonder just how long some of these talents will be out for. Punk will be missing time regardless due to injury, but the release of a post for Full Gear suggests that it might be a while before we see Bucks and the Omega in AW. Again, if you take a look at the AW website, you will see that Punk and the Elite are nowhere to be seen in the official poster for Full Gear. As you know, Full Gear is scheduled to take place on November, I think it's 19th, November 9th or 19th. In Prudential Center in Newark, Ayo. but that's not what the news for is. We're now going into November before we see the possibility of any of them being brought back. Now, the report says that because there might be legal implications to this, like nobody knows the length of the suspensions because all these investigations and whatever ends up happening needs to take place before they're able to be brought back. What do you think? I'm serious. I'm not going to sit back and take this fucking shit. What else needs to be said? I added that to my video clips on my channel too. <laughs> it's the greatest soundbite ever created. Period. It's I want AEW to do well, but it's interesting seeing how they respond 
to everything that's going on right now. I wish I would have played that when I was drinking water. Then I would have done the Tony Khan drinking water moment. <laughs> I'm going to get on the next sound call or the next uh, uh, press call before full gear. Does everybody have your TK <laughs> drops ready to go? Uh, <laughs> no, look, I mean, they got to do something with this. But now there's talk that somebody might sue if they feel they've been wronged and all this. I mean, this is this is nutty. Like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, for better, I mean, like, WWE definitely has a share of issues, but it's like, I mean, you didn't hear this kind of drama when people got suspensions in WWE. Yeah, and even if it's going on, I just feel like the WWE locker room does a better job at, or maybe they do a better job of what they choose to be leaked on to, like, the their sheets compared to you know, to AEW, where it just feels like even Chris Jericho talked about in a press conference, loose lips backstage. It just seems like a lot of people are leaking a lot of information, and these are things that should not be out to the public, honestly. But next, next but. story. <laughs> Last but not least, while we're in the topic of the elite, there was some news reports that the elite reached out to WWE, sent fillers, fillers out. To WWE. So, despite the fact that it was recently reported that the John Box sent feelers out to WWE to gouge their interest once the AEW contracts run out, Dave Meltzer has claimed that Nick and Matt Jackson have denied the situation hmm. during the latest Wrestling Observer Radio. While it was noted that the former AEW tag champs do talk to people in WWE, they it was the, according to Meltzer, it was denied that they sent out feelers, you know, contract tampering. Uh, so that's that. What do you, I, I, I think everybody talks to everybody in wrestling. So this whole reports are weird to me. You know, I feel yeah. like even even if the elite, like even if this altercation didn't happen and you're fully happy at your job, it's a it's a negotiating tool when you're going to renegotiate your contract to reach out and see what other companies are willing to give you so that you have a starting point to negotiate your contract. So I will assume that everybody whose contracts are coming up will be doing something similar just to see where they rack up in the marketplace of professional wrestlers. Yeah. No, I think uh, it's definitely a good time to be an in-demand talent. For sure. What else? And, in, got... and more heartbreaking news. That's the, that's the last of news. But being the elite is now on a hiatus. I don't know how you say that word, hiatus, hiatus. I don't know. Yeah, hiatus. But no, no more being the elite for now and that breaks my heart because i actually did look forward to being the elite every week yeah but what are they gonna do just like film footage of themselves sitting at home like it's quarantine all over again you know what i mean <laughs> you can be elite anywhere Issa. you don't have to do it you know oh i'm elite 24 7 i wake up in the morning and i choose to be elite before i even pee for me it's not even a choice as angelo dawkins once said it's yeah. the curse of greatness you wake up, you choose violence and staying elite. That's it. And your day is set. <laughs> Living my truth. Uh, let's move on to NXT 2.0. Tonight, the one-year anniversary. And we opened hot with Pretty Deadly defending their NXT tag team titles against the Creed Brothers in a steel cage match can't go wrong with a steel cage match this was one of those like well of course people were going to vote on the steel who doesn't want a steel cage match except for the live audience that has to watch this through a steel cage <laughs> this was fun and 
as I'm watching the show at this point, because we don't know what they have coming at the end, I'm thinking, why are we opening with this? This should have closed the show. There was a couple oh, of spots there. I don't know if you like, no, well, not anymore. I, I love the way they closed the show, right? But as I'm watching it, um, there was a couple of spots there that Pretty Deadly was doing that I thought they were going to botch the ending and end up escaping the cage. <laughs> and that wasn't the, the ending that was scheduled. Because at one point, I think uh, he's just like hanging off the side of the cage and one of the Creed brothers had him by the arm like i'm like he's gonna drop him <laughs> did you notice some of those spots uh there were a little parts season where steel cage i think sort of helped is that even if uh, there were issues i think that it kind of steel cage matches by nature are kind of chaotic i mean i thought this was a very very hot opening of the show um i think that i don't need to see these guys wrestle each other again but this was a pretty good end of this feud yeah, it was just fun, but it was a couple of times that I thought they were going to escape, but, but not on purpose. <laughs> you know, it was going to get botched, but yeah, overall, fun match. Agree with you. I don't need to see them wrestle each other anymore. I'm glad that Pretty Deadly got the win here. Granted that it was with a little bit of, you know, shenanigans, but you know how much I love Pretty Deadly, so I'm here for that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Butch. Absolutely. Uh, so this was good, and I agree with uh, pretty deadly keeping that win, keeping that title. Love pretty deadly, yeah, they're amazing, yeah, they're really, really good. Um, I will say one thing I have one small criticism it's like they've been wearing this purple gear a lot, they either need to join Judgment Day or switch up the gear because I look forward to their fits every week, and now I think it's the third time that I see them in the purple gear. So, I can't imagine pretty deadly in Judgment, Judgment Day. If you wear purple, you're part of Judgment Day, that's like one of the rules. Well, there you go. <laughs> um so Fallon Henley versus Last Legend tonight. Yeah, why? Uh didn't they have a dis- dispute over something relatively petty in recent weeks? I oh yeah. Last week. No, I remember what it was. Lash. Okay, so Lash um Lash was paired with pretty deadly against Brooks and Dunn. Oh, Fallon yeah, Henley yeah, Brooks yeah, and yeah. Dunn. So it kind of uh kind of makes sense. I keep confusing Fallon Henley with the other girl with the glasses, the office girl. I confuse them. They need to do a better job at getting us invested on some of these characters because I feel like NXT 2.0 character, I either really know them or I have no clue who they are. There are some people that it would not hurt if they had to wear a name tag. Yeah. <laughs> um, this, this match was okay. Fallon won. I, I always want to see Lash. Yeah, I'm Fallon. tired of Lash getting pinned. Like, she's just become the NXT 2.0 jobber and he's getting old. Yes. Yulisa uh, Leon out with injury for nine months. Who? Yulisa uh, Leon. Oh. who's backstage with Sanga Valentino Feroz. Robert Stone and Von Wagner walked in with Sanga. And, I mean, uh, it's Robert Stone thing, man. The same... This ain't working. This ain't elevating people. I think this has brought Von Wagner down. I think, I think um, Von Wagner brought Von Wagner down. He's Robert Stone has brought him down further. I, or maybe Von Wagner brought Robert Stone down. I don't know. But, but Von Wagner and Joe Gacy are just a walking curse. 
you get in a feud with them or in a storyline with them, you're done. Yeah. Yes. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, we did see Alba Fire confront Toxic Attraction, so it looks like Alba Fire next against Mandy Rose. Yeah, she was talking about Fire Keepers in her promo. Yes, she uh, came out looking like, like a female Drew McIntyre with a baseball bat instead of a sword. Think Alba's gonna win? Huh? Think Alba's gonna win that title? Did she already lose to Mandy Rose? I, yeah, I don't feel, I feel this will be a good match, but like, what's Bandy's plan? Is she going back to the main roster? Toxic Attraction's been doing main roster spots. Like, what's going on? I don't know, but I feel like her title reign at this point has been so long that it should be when she does lose this, it should happen in, in somewhat of a meaningful feud. Um, and this just. <laughs> somewhat of a me- I mean, shouldn't they all, right? Or it should be like Yeah, some but like the only person that match. you kept protected somewhat has been Nikita Lyons at this point. So why not build her against someone that's got some a little bit of a winning streak going, but you put Nikita Lyons now in the tag division. I don't get it. I don't get it. Uh, but no, it'll be fine. I think, uh, see, Ian, Ian Adams is saying, man, he keeps it till, yeah, Nikita Lyons. Yeah, that's who I always felt they were building her for. So if there's going to be another match for Mandy to just win, I don't know. But, I mean, it was fun. I, I didn't like the promo that Toxic Attraction was coming, so I was glad that they were interrupted. <laughs> Could you Actually, this would be the funniest rib ever to do against a wrestler. If you know your opponent is out there cutting a promo and... They didn't prepare anything because they know you're going to come out and interrupt them, and you just don't come you out don't. and interrupt them. <laughs> <laughs> just make them keep talking. I like that. <laughs> yeah, that's what I would do. That's how I would rid my opponent. Uh, so, let's unless your talk... opponent is like somebody that can actually talk on the mic, because they'll be able to figure their way out. Uh, Mackenzie Mitchell backstage with Wendy Chu asking about Cora Jade. Um. Man, Wendy Chu, they gotta they gotta give her something really meaningful. What would you give her? What would you give her? I don't know. That's the problem. You know? Exactly. Um like my Wendy favorite Chu- part is that she was like, I dress like this, but I'm a very smart person. <laughs> yes. I feel like Wendy Chu is ready for the main roster, but I think that she will be over on the main roster, but she will have to reinvent herself in about a year 
Um, but she's gonna probably gonna have to re-event herself sooner rather than later if she stays in NXT. You know? No, Glenn. She's not ready for the main roster. That gimmick will die in the main roster. See, I think it's gonna work better on the main roster. I think it's gonna be like an Elias situation. You, what you think Elias working out on the main roster? <laughs> no, no, Elias, not Elias. Oh, oh, I thought you said Ali, and I was like, Glenn, please eat more than a thousand calories a day. You're losing it, buddy. <laughs> I had a sushi burrito for dinner uh, with tofu. It was very high in sodium. And I have probably had 400 milligrams of caffeine today. Incredible. Yeah, I had a... I don't remember. I had a drink from Starbucks, but I remember adding two extra shots of espresso. And I think it already had like three. So it's great. Wow. It does not affect. I could drink coffee at like 2 a.m. and go right to sleep. Now, do you coffee get the coffee has no effect on me. With anything in it, or you just get espresso shots nice triple H style in a Trenta cup? No, I did. I, it was a white mocha. Oh. A venti white mocha. No fat milk, no whip, and two extra shots of espresso. There you go. Um, let's talk about America's sweetheart, the latest WWE NXT superstar, the super diva, Quincy Elliott making his debut tonight against Sean Gallagher. What did you think of Quincy? I was, um, yeah. (laughs) Really? I love, because I was, well, I was like, this is great. This is like a little bit of gold dust, a little bit of Missy Yeah, gold dust. I got a lot of gold dust on my chat. Like I said, I was doing a watch along and a lot of people got gold dust vibes from it little bit of prince b from pm dawn like he's just got like all these influences that you don't see in modern wrestlers and the crowd was so into him um this is gonna take time to get used to but i think it's it's good stuff yeah i think that this is the most envelope pushing unique wrestler that we've seen in a long time and um i think yeah, I think he's going to do very well. How do you feel when he uh, was twerking on the turnbuckle post? You know, if you got it, fall on Tadisa. <laughs> okay, that's an excellent take. Yes, I, th- I think I can. The- I, I need to see more from him to like make a final decision. I'm not mad at what I saw. It's different. I like it. Um, but he's also got to establish himself as original and not do like this debut. Yeah. Or he make certain gimmicks that we've already seen. Because I, I got a lot of references to other wrestlers. So I need to know what sets him apart from, for example, like I said, I was getting a lot of gold dust. I was getting Velveteen Dream. I was getting Sony Kiss. So now you need to set yourself apart from those characters. I don't know. I mean, I think that we live in such a mashup culture that if you take enough influences and put them together, it's kind of original. Okay. But I think it works. I think it works. Uh, Curious to see what happens from here with Quincy. Uh, Kelvin Alexander asking, where's Tiffany Stratton? She is definitely missed. Agreed. Agreed. I always, I love Tiffany. I'm, I always miss her. I don't know if she was on last week. I didn't watch NXT last week, but I definitely miss her. I do think she makes a difference when she comes on like the screen. She's got a little bit of an it factor that some people in NXT 2.0 don't have right now. When they should. 
Um, we had Cameron Grimes taking on the D'Angelo family, oh and God, I don't I'm like the Joe Gacy. And Joe, I don't like the Joe. Oh, this brought Tony D'Angelo down tonight. This brought Joe. This brought Cameron Grimes even lower than what he already was. Yeah, it's book. kind of like Cameron Grimes was bringing down Tony D'Angelo and the D'Angelo family, and then Joe Gacy showed up to bring everybody down even further with the dyad or the schism or whatever. Yeah, but why did, did why did Cameron Grimes get mad that he was trying to help him? And I don't then know. He and wins then they the matches, and then he starts crying like a little bitch like i'm sorry i am not with this cameron grimes cries about everything he's like somebody comes out and he's like i'm here to help you bro he's like no why like he needs to stop that i don't know what happened to him like this man's going through something yes this this is the most complicated least fulfilling story in NXT, although Joe Gacy did say the most meaning, uh, the most mean thing to him a few weeks ago when he said, "Okay, what do you say? Like, what are you gonna do? Go home to nobody?" Like, actually, on my on my watch along when he was saying to the moon, I was like, "Yes, please get on a spaceship, wow. go to the moon, and stay there for a little bit." I beg you. He's overdue for the main roster. I think he's overdue go back... to leave for the moon. Wow. Wow, turned on Grimes that much. It's crazy. I never liked him. Wow. When did I like him? Maybe that million dollar title field was fun, but I thought LA Knight was doing a better job there. So um, well, if this didn't excite and titillate you, what it did didn't. what did you think of Braun Breaker's interview tonight? <laughs> Do you tune in every week to watch Brown Breaker talk? Like, Isn't the reason why we watch NXT 2.0? This is your star of the year. Like, this is your NXT. Like, oh, yeah. And then they I, highlight the shitty feels that he's been in because he hasn't done anything relevant since Dolph Ziggler. They were like, and then after that, you beat, and they were like, what? Joe Gacy, Cameron Grimes. And I was like, please stop. You're making it. You're making it worse right now. They have diminished it to when our NXT star of the year is like only one notch above artist of the millennium in terms of uh, accolades that people take seriously. It was bad. This was bad. It's not needed. Like Braun Breaker, if he, if he didn't show you that he doesn't cut good promos. So what makes you think he was going to be good in a, in an interview setting? Yeah, I don't get it. Braun Breaker is a huge part of what is wrong with NXT 2.0. And I think there's yeah, a lot that's great about NXT had... 2.0. Yeah, he hasn't had any significant feuds as the NXT world champ. Like he hasn't really done anything. Do you ever did you ever have did you ever work at a company where they hire like a new super powerful VP and like you're just like, why in the F did they hire this guy? And they're like, Well, he used to work at Microsoft. And it's like, so what? You know, <laughs> right? or it's like his father so and so, and you're like, so what? Like he looks the part, but then he like starts talking during meetings. Uh oh, yeah. Yeah, and it's just like, this doesn't make sense. Like, this is, that's what Braun Breaker reminds me of. One of those, like, well, we were casting a role more than we were actually picking the best candidate for the job. Yeah, he looks the part. It's just when he starts talking. So their solution is, let's put him on a talking segment. Yeah. <laughs> like, have him come out and destroy people. That's what, that's what he should have done. 
Yes, every everyone in the chat has. It's always a guy. It's always a guy that is that yeah. higher. That the last time like, that happened to me, he smelled like alcohol too all the time. It's like, why do we hire this guy? Like, and then when that person finally crazy. gets fired, then it all starts coming out. Where it's like, yeah, apparently he just didn't do his work for like eighteen months. Nobody caught on. <laughs> like then the stories come out, and then everybody's like, I never believed in him. You know, right? Yeah. <laughs> Except for the people that hire him. No, even they're like scapegoating and they're like, well, it wasn't my idea. You know, it was so-and-so's. Right. Yeah. Blame it on the recruiter. Blame it on the, we hire a recruit, an outsider, third-party <laughs> recruiting companies who brought him to us. <laughs> that, and yes, Vince McMahon, back when he was there, because Vince will get all the blame when Braun finally yeah. uh, goes and they will say, well, we hired a recruiting company to find us someone that, that would play the part of the champ. Yep. <laughs> And you know it doesn't matter because that recruiter, because that happens too. And these recruiters make like ten grand when they find somebody at VP level, so they don't care. They'll bring you anybody that says VP on their freaking LinkedIn. Do you ever get those job <laughs> offers from recruiters, and you're like, I am not qualified for this. I've never even worked in this industry, and they're just trying to make their their bounty. I got I got a couple of like I I got one of my really good positions through a recruiter that found me. But it was so funny because when I first got the message i was like are you another recruiter that's full of crap <laughs> you know <laughs> like you're like i'm not gonna even respond <laughs> there was one that that the, the one that, the recruiter that i got hired into a company through she was very good at her job she was actually looking for people qualified for the role shocking <laughs> that helps yeah <laughs> um so let's talk about nikita lyons our future nxt women's champion teaming with zoe stark versus ariana grace and kiana james tonight for a pretty good match. Yeah, it was fun. And Nikita won and did not change her finisher as people speculated she was going to have to. Yeah, no, everything looked the same. She looked great in the ring. I, I like her with Zoe Stark, surprisingly. I didn't think they made sense, but I, I like the way that they worked together tonight. I thought they put on an entertaining match. Yeah, this was a lot of fun. Uh, but again, Nikita, just look at the way the crowd responds to her. And that's what I was thinking is that you either move her on to Mandy Rose or you move them into, you know, the NXT tag team titles. Yeah. Like I would like to see Nikita hold some kind of gold at some point, but I'm going to, I'm going to let it play out because you know what? At the end of the show, we did see some long-term story booking with people that we thought should have been holding a title a mm -hmm. while back. So we'll see what happens here, but Lions and Stark, they, they, they're growing on me. Yeah. And, they're they're and starting I, to gel as a tag title. Tag yeah, tag and team. like I said, if you're not going to move her on to Mandy Rose, I wouldn't mind them as tag team, uh, having a tag team title run, the two of them. Uh, we saw Wesley, who got attacked earlier. Attacked? He got murdered. Yes. That was like, that, I love that backstage attack. Oh, uh, it was Carmelo and Trick, right? Yep. Yeah, they, they literally murdered the kid. Yes, my food, my food arrived he, when this happened. He lost his tag team title. And like, I mean, he lost his tag team partner. And ever since, poor guy, <laughs> poor Wesley. I know he's having a rough go of it. By the way, why is it? Do you order a lot of takeout, or does that not work with your uh, restricted calorie diet? I don't order a lot of takeout. No. I get the DoorDash, the Uber Eats, and the Grubhub. And what don't they understand about just leave the food at the door? Like I see the shadow, like they're just standing at the door and I'm yelling through the door. Like you can just leave the food. I don't need to like say hi to you and have a conversation. Agreed. 
Don't get Agreed. I, I, I always leave the instructions. So I just leave it there. I do not want to interact with you. Thank you. Koi Ford's asking, I got a sushi burrito from a chain called I think, Soho Sushi Burrito. It's really, you know what it is? It's just an unsliced sushi roll. It's just oh. like a big, yeah, that's all it is. It's in with a sushi. fancy name. Yes, they call it a sushi burrito, and you eat it, and it starts falling apart, and you're just like, "This is this is just okay," but at least it's relatively healthy, so it's fine. It had to. Haven't eaten dinner yet. I just realized that. <laughs> um, so Kelvin yeah. Alexander about the Nikita match saying sloppy but entertaining. Um. Uh, Sergio's asking if I have dash pass. Uh, yeah, I think I do. I think I get that as part of like a credit card or Amazon Prime or something. I don't know. Like, you don't, they say like, oh, you're going to save money on fees. And then you look at it like, I'm still going to charge fees. Everything like, like here's the biggest scam about, we don't have a food delivery sponsor, right? Here's the biggest scam about the food delivery things is you look at the price and you're like, okay, this is $10 a thing, $20 subtotal fees and everything. You're like, how is this $35 before tip? Yep. <laughs> I realized that when I finally made an order because Clash at the Castle started so early that I ended up Uber Eats my coffee and I was like, did I just pay that much money for you a free Like Starbucks is already expensive to begin with, right? Like that's overpriced coffee. We all know it. But when you order it through a food delivery service, it's like, I was like, did I just, that's the one thing that has changed since I moved to Puerto Rico because a lot of these uh, places that are available on the food apps are not far from me. And when I start looking at the price, I'm like, am I just better off getting in my car and picking it up myself? <laughs> well, you are, but that kind of defeats uh, the purpose. Um, um, but what I was going to say is, let me, uh, let me, uh, say this though, that I learned, um, I learned something about Starbucks in particular, cause we occasionally it's a hot day. You go, I want a Frappuccino. It's actually cheaper to order two drinks from Starbucks than to get one drink with the service fee. So whenever I want a Frappuccino, I'm like to my wife, I'm like, you want a Frappuccino? Cause it's going to be cheaper if I get us both Frappuccinos than if I just order one. Yeah, with, oh, yeah. It, I don't know. With Uber Eats, they do have a special offer that if your order gets to a certain amount, you get a discount. So, yeah, but yeah, the, they just wear the food. Uh, yeah, the, the last time I did that, I just ended up ordering water bottles, which obviously was expensive as well because they sell that fancy ass <laughs> water. <laughs> it's wild saying my voice sounds different. How about now? Different now? There. Wow. Yeah. Here we go. You're echoing. Epic. Here I can. Uh, Butch. How's that? That was creepy. Stop. Is it, is it, is it, is it creepy? Does this creep you out? Ask me what's my favorite scary movie, please. <laughs> what's your favorite scary movie? <laughs> with the facts. So there we go. Got the robot setting. Literally, literally hours of fun. Uh, That's what she said. <laughs> Nelson <laughs> Tukwop, 499. Glenn, you should go have one match at WWE with I got his name, but he's carrying money in the with some of all the theory. <laughs> <laughs> that should tell you how over Austin theory is that Allison Tukwop said, I forgot his name, but he's carrying money in the bank. I'll tell you one thing. If you miss Monday Night Raw as you did, the promo that Kevin Owens cut on Austin Theory highly suggests you go watch it. Kevin Owens killed that segment. I tuned in for the last match at Clash of the Castle and I loved him going up there in the Tyson Fury knocking out. out. That yep. was great. Um, 
But I think he's going to be. A, no, he's not going to be a successful cash in. Not if not if he goes after Roman. He's never going to be a successful cashing. Period. Yeah, I think he's going to suffer because he was a Vince project. But yeah. Know. Don't know. Kevin Owens promo though. Watch it. It was very good. Yeah. Um. So let's see. Uh, what is next? Javi versus Hank Walker. Who is Hank? Who is Javi? <laughs> yes. I have questions. I have a lot of questions here. I don't even understand how this was set up. Hank is over, apparently. Is this something that happened last week that I missed? Yes. Glenn? Yes. Okay. Um, Hank is a security guard who oh. got into it with Javi backstage. I didn't know who he was. I didn't Riveting care. backstory. I don't care. I don't know why you call yourself Big Body Javi when you're not body. So. Um, Maybe it was opposite day. I don't know. Yes. Um, let's talk about the main event. Yes. Romelo Hayes versus Solo Sokoa making a guest appearance. Were having you a expecting match. this? I was not expecting this. It makes sense, though. Solo's got to get gold to keep his place in the bloodline. So, Sami no, Zayn, you're on Solo unnoticed. had next. Solo had next for he a long time. He didn't forget. Long-term booking at his finest. I wasn't expecting to see Solo Sokoa. This was a nice surprise. I love the way that Carmelo Hayes sold when he saw Solo show up. Like, kind of already knew who was winning here at that moment, but I love the way that Carmelo actually looked legitimately terrorized at the sight of Solo Sokoa. Yeah. Yeah. This was a fun um, match. Oh, it was. It was very good. Uh, it was good. What do you think about Solo winning, though? I, I so bloodline acknowledge them. I think it's the right call. As long as they can go back and forth between the main roster of NXT, which we've seen a lot of stars do, I don't see why you wouldn't. This is a big deal, and it goes to show his with. I mean, he looked great on Friday, right? He didn't back off from Drew McIntyre showing up here on Tuesday. Now he's going to show up hopefully on the main roster on Friday with this NXT championship. I think this can really do a lot for him. And for NXT, uh, the match was fun. He really dominated uh, Carmelo the majority of this match. So I was worried for a second that he wasn't even going to win because there was like the way that he dominated Carmelo. You know, if you watch wrestling, usually when somebody's dominating the, the first part of the match, you know what happens, right? So I, I was like, what's going to happen? I will say one thing. I was waiting for Sami Zayn to come make the save. I wanted Trek Williams to become involved and then Sami Zayn to come out and save him. <laughs> but that's okay. It was a dominant win by himself. I'm excited. And again, long-term booking is, is great when they tell a story that, you know, calling calling Solo up to the main roster without him finishing his NXT run also did feel wrong. And now he does feel like a main event guy, which is what he is, being with the biggest faction in WWE right now. Yeah. I think this is good for him. Um, I think that it's uh, definitely going to give him... Well, although let me posit this theory. 
do you think that Solo Sokoa being in the bloodline and having an NXT title, it's almost like having a baby belt compared to... You said, you, you just said on the opening of the show for Sami Zayn to go get the 24-7 championship. I'm positing a, th- a thought. I'm, I'm putting forward an idea. You said, Sami, go get the 24-7 I didn't championship. Say, I didn't if, if the say... North American championship is a baby title, the 24-7 is a sperm title then. I mean, it's a developmental title by baby. There's okay, a, triple let, H. Okay, let, okay, triple H. Let me let me uh, give you where why I said baby belt. Um, in the music industry, any band that has like their first record come out is called a baby band. It doesn't matter if they've been around for twenty years. If you just had your first record come out, you're a baby band. You're like you're new. So what I'm saying is that is there something that's almost seen a little like junior compared to the main roster titles? No, because the the belt don't make the guy. The guy makes the belt. Unless it's a twenty four seven championship, <laughs> which in, in which case, <laughs> in which case nobody can make it. <laughs> yeah, I love I love Sosakoa winning here as long as he can, like I said, go back and forward. Because I I do want to see him show up on Tuesdays, and this opened the possibilities of seeing other members from the Bloodline in NXT, except for Roman. He's way above developmental, obviously. But I think the Usos might show up with him. Sami saying, I think it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> Casey. <laughs> um, hot ending to the show. Yeah, did Curious. you see the logo change? I did, black and gold. Did you not freak out a little? No, I thought it was cool. I thought it was very cool. Okay, I freaked out a little. I was excited. Yeah. The ending felt like the change of a little bit of an era here, you know? I want to congratulate you, Glenn, for watching NXT 2.0 for the last year. <laughs> She's black saying her only sounded like the villain Metroid Dread. Uh, yes, congratulations for a year of NXT 2.0. Yep. It's been Exciting. great. What's your favorite 2.0 moment, Glenn? Uh, probably Tony D'Angelo. God, that promo we cut with the trunk and the dude in the trunk like that still might be the greatest <laughs> thing of NXT 2.0. Agreed. I think all of the segments that they did with him and Legato were fun. They were outside of the box. And Nikita Lyons have been great. Living my truth. Uh, I think that you know, they've... <laughs> Popped. Popped. <laughs> I've turned the corner. Like, that oh, was... can, we, can we take a second? I'm sorry to interrupt you, but justice for AJ Styles. Why was AJ Styles coming down to NXT 2.0 not showing any of these video packages? Don't know. That is weird. Poor AJ Styles, man. Yes. Not very phenomenal of them to not show it. Yeah, I agree. And where's Apollo? Where where is Apollo? His eye, oh, you didn't see last week with the bloodshot eye. Like the like not bloodshot, like he's been drinking, like blood in his eye. Like it was creepy looking. What? Yeah. Ew. Okay. Yeah, it's crazy. Okay? Hope so. <laughs> Good moment to end on, though, with that logo. I think it signifies that we're getting some change. Uh, but maybe not 1.5. Maybe we're going to 2.5. Maybe we're going to NXT uh, uh, Millennium Edition. I don't know. It's going to be remix. Really... NXT the remix. The remix, yes. Yeah, I love that. Exciting. 
developmental, like Triple H says. You know what? I know that Triple H was trying to like throw a jab at AW, but that hurt my feelings. Trips, you and I both know the black and gold was more than developmental. Stop that. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So there you have it, folks. Yeah. Tape next week. Oh, probably yeah. Uh, Ratty Warrior saying because of a new arena look. So yeah, probably after next week we're gonna get a new, new look. Are they still at the same place? I believe so. Maybe, maybe, maybe they'll go back to full sale. Get some of that cheap student labor. I don't know, but they gotta do something because NXT still feels like it's in the pandemic era. Yeah. Yeah. We shall see. Uh, cool, everybody. Well, thank you for tuning in. Everybody have a good night. What? Have a good week. Butch. Tomorrow, AEW. There'll be interesting to see what's going on there. Follow Issa, NYC, Demon Diva, the Steve with a one. I'm Akalyn Rubenstein. We will catch you back here next time on the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. Take care. Bye. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.